Happy Monday and happy Halloween, everybody. Hope you are having a great start to your week and you're excited to get out there tonight and do some trick-or-treating with your friends and family. We're going to get you in the mood with some things that legitimately scare us at Walt Disney World. And we just have some fun today. It's a little tongue-in-cheek, but some of these things are really scary. And we share some stories of scary situations that we have been in that were uh, funny now, but not so funny at the time. Today's show always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's brguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the BR Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. And our patrons get that bonus show every week. It comes out tomorrow called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to get in on that, we'd love to have you. Come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Happy Monday, everybody, and happy Halloween and boo to you. Welcome to the VR Guest Podcast. I am your host, Mike Rallman from VRGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior pumpkins over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Halloween to you. We are here. The crew is here on Halloween Day. That's right. Of course, we flip-flop the Friday and the Monday show. So on Friday, you got the awesome Trip Report Podcast, which I hope you enjoyed. But the crew's assembled here to get you kicked off for Halloween Day so that you are ready to go trick or treating around your neighborhood this evening. And remember, Pam's neighborhood, that's where you go. We talked about that on Wednesday, just in case you forgot. All right, today we're going to have some Halloween fun and talk about places and things around Walt Disney World that legitimately scare us. And we may be a little tongue-in-cheek, but we may be true to this. So we'll see how this show goes. We just want to have some fun here on Halloween Day, one of the most fun days of the year. For You know what? I'll talk about a teacher story here as we get started, but let me get the ladies introduced. Joining us from the themouseforless.com, she's looking very festive in her Halloween dress. We have Ricky. Ricky, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, and um, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, the little trip I took down to Walt Disney World this weekend. So, surprise. Um, <laughs> what? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys don't know uh, as of recording this, but I'm headed down to Walt Disney World, or I was in Walt Disney World uh, over the weekend. So um, I, you know, hope I had fun. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't get to stay through today, through Halloween, which makes me sad because, you know, one one of the, the, the best things is, is actually being in the parks on Halloween. It's actually a lot of fun to be there. I mean, I know I wouldn't have gone to the Halloween party either way, but... Um, you know, getting to do that on Halloween and, and there's some other kind of, you know, spooky things to do on Halloween as well at Walt Disney World uh, that, you know, are fun to do kind of on Halloween. Um, but yeah, I, I, I had a, a hopefully had a really nice time um, at Walt Disney World. I know we're going to try. Brian has made us reservations for the character breakfast at the Four Seasons. So we're going to go try that out, which I'm excited mm, about. Fancy. So, yeah. You brought so. up you brought up actually a good thing I want to ask is so if you were there today if you would have been able to extend the trip and you could have done one kind of halloween thing outside of mickey's not so scary halloween party because you yes. said there are things you might like to do like what would that be maybe throw that out there for somebody that might be there well 
I mean, this is one thing that actually makes this list. So uh, I guess I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of start off with with one of mine at, to begin with, I guess, even though we haven't introduced Pam, but we'll get there. Uh, sorry, Pam. Um, <laughs> so uh, one of mine actually that really does make this list, but is perfect for Halloween, is Tower of Terror. Um, so actually, if you, um, I have reasons for Tower of Terror not being something that scares me. But the reason why you want to ride this attraction on Halloween is because they actually, the, the tower actually got struck by lightning on Halloween. So I thought it was on my birthday. A, no, it's on oh, Halloween. That's interesting. So, I didn't yes. know that. See? I'll explain why this one scares me later, but okay, I just, good. I wanted to yeah. throw in there okay, that this okay. is one that does scare me. So that works. Yes. All right. Yes. Well, let's get Pam introduced. Pam Forrester, co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel distributor of full-size candy bars in less than 12 hours out in the Nicely greater done. Pittsburgh area. If you can find her, Pam, happy Halloween boo to you. Happy Halloween. I So here's the thing. If you show up at my house, uh, you're getting a, some kind of treat, right? <laughs> Six I sure. hope so. But the thing is, I will say that I do reserve some special treats for people who have clearly put time and effort into their costume. Nice. I love, I really truly do like that. And they'll get like an extra piece of candy or something, <laughs> um, whatever. But, you know, I'm like of the belief that there are some folks who maybe don't put as much effort into their costume. I'm still giving them something, but. Um, but you're not giving them as much. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, but I so, think so I'm not one of those people too, who's like, you know, if you're too old to be trick-or-treating, I don't think. No, because there, right. there is that social media post that goes around this time of year, and it's it's changed my philosophy on that, right? Like, because I used to be like, oh, dude, these kids are 15 and they're out trick or treating. Like, what are they doing? Like, give me here. But then I saw a social media post and it's like, look, these kids are still, they're 15 and they're still getting out there, kind of enjoying a childhood activity, and they're not like, Stealing the hubcaps off your car. Give them candy. Oh, so true. Yes. They're, they're, or they're egging your house. Yeah, they're yeah. not robbing yeah. a bank. You know, so then I was like, well, that that's true. So I will give them candy. <laughs> it's a good that, point, that That's a good point, yes. Pam. I like that. <laughs> All right. So, Pam, like, what is your threshold? Like, can a store-bought costume be considered as extra special? Or does it have to be, like, something homemade? Or what? what, what is your, like, caliber? Do you have one? So there's a couple things. Yes, a store-bought costume can be. Okay. For me, my heart melts when you have a kid who's like really excited about his oh. or her costume. And they're like, I'm like, oh, look, it's like Cinderella. And they'll be like, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, here's my wand. I have the dress. Do you want to see me twirl? Like, I'm like, yes, take all That's my it. candy. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> or like, I'm like, oh, you're a scary whatever. And then they go into that too. That's good. I All love right, Halloween. I, was just curious. I do. I do love Halloween because when I was a kid, a lot of times I had asthma really bad. In many years, I was in the emergency room over. It was weird. It was always on Halloween night because when the leaves would fall, then it would rain and it would get moldy. And I always yes. had a reaction to that. And I'd always have to go in and have like an albuterol treatment or something. I missed a bunch <laughs> of Halloweens. So now as a kid, that's why I'm dressed up like a banana. As I podcast, I'm still catching up. So, I you know, I do like, just like Pam said, I love when the kids come around and they're so excited to show off their big mu yeah. fake muscles or their crowns or, you know, their props that they have. And I just, it's, it's, it's a really happy, you know, I know some people like just kind of down on Halloween, but I think it's just, it's a great idea. You get to dress up and get candy. What's, 
What's bad about that? And it's I mean, it's also very communal. I mean, because we just moved to our neighborhood three years ago, and it's fun seeing the neighbors that you you know you might not know. It's fun. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I mean, I'm gonna look forward to at, like I give out candy every year. Oh well, actually, I give out um I give out little Debbie snacks because oh I love little Debbie. Oh by the I, way, let me just stop you there. So I I eat a little Debbie every night before um bed, like like Nick Saban. He has little Debbie cakes in the morning, but I have a little Debbie snack before bed. So I've been eating their fall cakes lately, right? Yes. Okay. Our store on our last grocery run on Sunday no longer has fall cakes, but you know what I'm eating now because this is what they replaced them with? What? Christmas trees. They're already oh. out. What's wrong with that? Like, they, dude, it's not even okay, Halloween. Okay, you went. No, 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 no. no. Do you know trees. how much people, first of all, do you know how much people love the Christmas trees? I, like, that's like I a love thing. them too, but not in October. I mean, all right. Come I don't on, think it's not gonna be special. I mean, I'll be eating like the candy hearts by you know by Thanksgiving. It's I'm getting <laughs> way true. ahead. I'm getting way out of whack with those. This things. is true. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, no, it, the 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 thing that I have been enjoying, uh, which has been bad for me, is little Debbie makes. Um, they're basically like Swiss cake rolls, but they're pumpkin spice rolls. Oh my goodness, I can down those suckers right now. Like that's that's like my one of my pregnancy cravings. Yeah, like those for, little you're eating for two, so you five of them. Yeah, I mean I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But like those little Swiss cake rolls that are pumpkin spice, they are so delicious and they're like filled with so much like of the the the, the cream inside. Like it's really, really good. I really love those. So like that's been my thing. So I went and I bought a but actually I went and bought a bunch of stuff uh on sale uh so i have all that to give away for halloween today but they're all like little dubby snacks because um for me it's cheaper to give out little dubby snacks um than to go buy halloween candy so i'm like here's your halloween themed little dubby snack enjoy you'll like this probably better anyway so <laughs> i have a theory though i don't think kids because i used to get little debbies in my lunch when i was a kid the, the swiss rolls yeah and, and i ate them and they were good but i didn't appreciate them when i was a kid now as an adult now you I've, re I've, re I've rediscovered little debbie and I yes but that just shows i'm getting old like I know. there's so many things that i just that are cool now that weren't cool but can i also mention the irony the show, yeah go ahead the irony of you dressed up as a banana and you're allergic to bananas yeah dude somebody touches me with a banana i'm in the hospital for can i just I like mention the irony of this i didn't even like, think about that i could be i could be dead by the end of the show like you could be it's been a, nice knowing yeah, you i gotta have my EpiPen standing by as i podcast because this could get you know all of a sudden i could be just like the size of a meatloaf anyway i love it okay so today's topic we're having fun on halloween there's your halloween stories i'm not even telling my teacher <laughs> halloween stories but i will say real quick People think the kids, the day after Halloween, like I've always heard, if you're a teacher, you don't want to teach the day after Halloween because the kids are going to be just crazy. Honestly, what I found, Halloween day, it's fun because you get, I, mean, I love the Halloween, I did this, I did a show last week about about uh, parties in elementary schools growing up. And I loved as a teacher doing the Halloween party, the Christmas parties. I love that yeah. stuff. Like that was, that was one of the fun things. Some teachers hated it. They would take off those days and have subs because they hated the parties so much. But I loved them because they had fun. But it, it, Halloween day as a sixth grade teacher was like, it was like a, you could be killed that day because like the kids were crazy hyped to go trick-or-treating and everything the rest. It was a struggle just to get to the party. But the day after Halloween, everybody thinks it's terrible on teachers. It really never was. The kids are always so exhausted 
from That's like they, they had the sugar because they stayed out late. They trick or treated. They ate all the sugar, and they're coming down the next day. Dude, mm. November first was cake. Like those kids were <laughs> whooped. It wasn't as bad as people think. So if you're a teacher, November first, not bad tomorrow. So. I can see that because they're all hyped up about Halloween and going out on the thirty yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, strap in for Halloween Day itself today. Good luck, teachers. Half a lot of schools have gotten smart. It's like a PD day, right? So like, kids don't yes. come. The teachers do professional development. Everybody wins. Anyway, let's get to today's topic. We're eleven minutes in. So what legitimately scares us around Walt Disney World? And I'm going to lead us off. Okay. So, and this could be a little tongue in cheek, but I mean, there's a little bit of, there's a slight tinge of honesty on this too. One of the things is I was thinking about this topic as I was walking Riley earlier this afternoon, I was thinking about one of the things that legitimately scares me when I go to Walt Disney World is that when I check into Pop Century for a race weekend like Dopey, which I'll be down there in January, ready to run my 48.6 miles, is that I get a room assignment, and it's on the backside of the 90s. Because <laughs> then, dude, I'm already running 48.6 miles. Now I'm walking another mile to get to my tie-dyed cheesecake and my Coke Zeros, and I'm walking <laughs> you know, three-quarters of a mile to get to the Skyliner. I don't need that kind of bad mojo. No, those buildings are fine. But that's legitimately kind of a nightmare that I have for Dopey Weekend. Otherwise, I wouldn't care. But I do not want to be on the backside of the 90s for Dopey. That scares me. It terrifies me. <laughs> it's horrific for, for that weekend. Bah! So there we go. And that, but here's the thing. One time I did get that week, I did get that room assignment. And it was on the fourth floor. And I got there late at night. And it was kind of storming. And it was, it was like 10 o'clock at night because my flight got in late. And I went around. I was like, oh, finally, I'm in my room. At least I'll have a bed. I turned the corner. Boom, it was Goofy with a chainsaw. Rawr! I was like, wow, this didn't get any worse. And there he was. So oh, there, yay. Yeah, I'm you, glad that continues. Yeah, you, you, you knew we had to do it. All right, yeah. Ricky, what legitimately scares you for uh, Walt Disney World? All right, so I'm going to go on with my Tower of Terror answer. Uh, and it's not because Goofy is standing there with a chainsaw. Um, but actually, this is this is one of the attractions that I, I legit like cannot ride. Um, and it makes me sad because it's one of the coolest attractions I think that Walt Disney World has. So like it's a sad scare um, because like legit the the going up and down the, the, the dropping it, it, it terrifies me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not a big fan. Yeah, there you go. I'm not a big fan of like that dropping feeling. Um, I, I hate it. It's, it's not one of my favorite things, especially I think we talked about recently. I don't like that. You can't know how many times you're going to fall. That part really like freaks me out a lot. If I can at least have control over it, like I do with, you know, Rise of the Resistance or going over to Hagrid's, you know, I at least know, okay, I've only fallen once here, so like I can prepare myself. But that fear of the unknown of how many times am I going to fall and, ha and have my stomach lurched up and down, that is a legit fear because I don't want to worry about it. I don't want to fret about how many times I'm going up and down. I just, I just... No, I'm out. So like, it makes me very sad because I think that Tower of Terror is one of the best attractions that Walt Disney World has to offer. I just, I can't ride it because I, I legit am fearful of how many times I'm going to fall up and down. So, it is it is absolutely one of the best attractions there and it can be scary and you do have kind of a loss of control when you don't know how many times you're going to bounce and then you could be sitting next to Goofy with a chainsaw. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you, you, you never know. 
We're never going to get old at that. Yeah, I, I, I think it's funny. Probably nobody else does, but it cracks me up. No, but we do. It's yeah. all good. Just once a year. <laughs> all right, Pam, help us, please. What legit scares you at Walt Disney? So this is actually one of the most stressful things for me. So on the trips where we haven't rented a car or we're, we have rented a car, but we're going to the Magic Kingdom in the morning and we have plans to be there like before park opening and whatnot. When they, we're there by the bus stop, okay, waiting, it's, it, I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, when is the bus coming, right? Yes. Is it delayed for any reason? I have Steve here with me. He doesn't like riding the buses to begin with. We're not in the car. He's already thinking to himself, why didn't we drive the car? I'm like, no, the buses are the way to go. We'll beat the car. Even if we drove the car, we'll beat it by riding the bus. And then the whole time I'm second guessing myself. Yeah. Are we going to beat it? Are we not? Am I going to hear about this after whatever? But it's like stressful, like at that point for me, I'm kind of, you know, thinking about what it is. Now, there's a little tongue in cheek because Steve, although he could, he'll do a little grumbling, maybe, you know, he's not going to like hold this over me the rest of the day. But it is stressful for me because I want that to go well. Like I want him to have like a good experience. I'm always like trying to deliver that perfect vacation experience. Right. So. It, you know, it's funny because, and I totally get that because you're like, am I making the right transportation decision? Right? I mean, seven, I've done studies like 17% of our listener questions deal with transportation issues at Walt Disney World. You know, should I take the Skyliner? Should I monorail? Should I take minivans? Should I take an Uber or Lyft? Should I do, you know, should I fly Southwest? You know, whatever. We're, we're like the, we're like the transportation experts. I mean, you know, we could be like on the president's cabinet, you know, for transportation <laughs> secretary at some point, because we've figured it out at this point. But the weird thing is I was down there with you guys last year. I stand there with you and Steve and you guys are going back and forth. Like, you know, you kept telling Steve, it's going to be fine. Like we're going to, the bus will be fine. We don't have to ride the car. The car's way out on the other side of the parking lot. And it was kind of a sigh of relief because, you know, you see all those, we're going to the Magic Kingdom. You see, you know, oh, Animal Kingdom bus. You got to be kidding me. Oh, Typhoon Lagoon. Nobody's going to Typhoon Lagoon. It's 45 degrees. What? You know, and so, like, you know, everybody's all, boom, Magic Kingdom bus. We see it turn the corner. It comes into our stall. And the driver, it's Goofy with a chainsaw. I'm like, what? And it was you coming. It. <laughs> one way to go for that. He's going to throw it in every single one of these listening. <laughs> It was, so it was so weird. Okay, so my second one, and this is legit that everybody can relate to. It is a primal fear. I'm telling you, so strap in, people. This is a fear that we didn't have a decade ago. This is a new fear that, I mean, just think, like, back in, like, the 80s, we could just whistle down Main Street, like, and just be happy. Like, I mean, just all day, all night, this fear did not exist anywhere. Everybody was just in their suits. They were in loafers. How did you ever do the parks in suits and loafers? I don't know, man. Those people like, look people good. People dressed up to the nines, and I had no idea how I did like, that. I feel like I mean, I'm I dressing up I when I wear, like, pants that are not, like, you know, Adidas. You know, like, when I wear a belt, I feel like I'm dressing up for the Magic Kingdom. These people wore sport coats. Anyway, <laughs> back to what I was I saying. I wear heels. I know people wear heels. I can't do that. I can't. I can't. So, so anyway, I forgot. Anyway, in the eighties, <laughs> this fear did not exist. Here's my biggest fear, and I promise you, this fear will never happen for me. But I bet it does for your your teenagers, because all the time for my kid, Mallory. I'm at the Magic Kingdom, any park. I'm at Epcot. I don't care. I'm at Animal Kingdom. 
I'm back in I'm back uh, in Asia, getting ready to to ride Everest at Animal Kingdom. It's 10:12 a.m. I glanced out at my phone, and it says 12% battery remaining. Ah, what? No, because d- you cannot do this to me. I have to have juice. So all of a sudden, I'm not worried about riding Expedition Everest. I'm not worried about getting some sweet, sweet fried rice over at Yak and Yeti, which I was probably worried about more at that point. But now I got to worry about this. I got to get juice. And I'm not talking about Jamba juice. I'm talking about electrons. Because the one thing besides magic bands that make your Disney vacation go are electrons at this point for your Mm -hmm. mobile device. And so I'm running around. I'm like, okay. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be like the person. Like I call these electron scavengers. The people that find like a random plug that'll be like at a store or like at some like you know on the backside of a of a water cart or something. They're sitting next to your table at yeah. a quick service location. Yeah. Yes, like, dude, and like, they can plug into the that? plug underneath your table. Right. And like, it's like, dude, this I'm, is yeah. awkward. I know. Like you're too close to my leg. Back off. But yes. I do so. What I do though, I go and I buy one of those um, those little power rods because I'm you yes, know paying like thirty bucks fuel rods, but then it doesn't work, so I got to go over to the counter at the store in in Harambe and figure out what's going on. I check in, and the person there that's trying to get me my thing is goofy with a chainsaw. Arr! But I, but then I have juice, so I don't care. So it's all good. It's- I knew it was coming. Yeah, I know it's a long way to go, but we got <laughs> it. It was a long way to go, we but that's there. all right. All Appreciate it. <laughs> all right, Ricky, go ahead. What do you got? So I think this is a common fear uh, that has especially been happening to a lot of people lately. Uh, matter of fact, I think it happened um, this week uh, as, you know, uh, we learned that Akershus was reopening. And as we learn about more and more of these restaurant reopenings happening, um it's not so much the restaurants for me because like i know like hey look it's cool i'll get you know i'll, I'll get into the restaurant at some point you know and heck i haven't even been to Akershus yet so like you know that's not like it's on the radar but it's not but it's 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 that fear of being like you know something's being released that day like whether it's you know um, um special tickets to an event or it's 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 reservations for a restaurant or whatever and there's that fear of them running out of that particular restaurant or, you know, candlelight processional dining package for, you know, Neil Patrick Harris or, you know, whatever, like it's whatever, like thing you really, 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 really have to do for your vacation. I know Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique was another big one. The Harmony Barbershop was a big one earlier this year. I get your so, hair did. Yeah. So like, you know, getting those reservations for those like must have things, especially right now, the things that are coming back. And look, look I mean, I get that fear. Like I, we've all had that fear of, oh my gosh, they're going to sell out of this. Or, you know, it's especially hard for me with like party tickets because, you know, you have a specific day that you maybe want to go on and you know it's going to be really popular that day. And you're like, you're taking the chance of, oh no, is that party ticket going to be available? That was what happened to me uh, last year with uh, it was the um, uh, the very uh, merriest uh, nights over the uh, over at Disneyland um, because that's a whole other you know ball of wax. I know like the locals at Disneyland come out in droves. I was going on the first day and of course like that was the only day I could go and of course there was this huge long like virtual queue line for me to be in and you're sitting there waiting impatiently because you see like the time ticking down of like, okay, you have, you know, 
45 minutes to go. Okay, I have 30 minutes to go. Oh my gosh, this virtual queue. Did this virtual queue just go back up in time? Do I, did I have 30 minutes Sometimes and now I, I have do. 40 yeah. again? Like, yeah, like it's like the most freaky thing. And then you're hoping and you're praying and you're wishing that, oh my gosh, I hope that the date I need is available for the day I need it. And then either there's lots of chorus of angels of ah, the day is available or there's that huge disappointment oh the day i wanted to go is not available and then you know i know i know it's so sad and then goofy with the chainsaw is there and he's roaring it because he's telling no, you because that i was gonna say there. you know if you can't get that you know you're looking online trying to get that adr remember you can always call 407 wdw dine <laughs> and speak with a cast member but the one time that i called to try to figure that out all of a sudden I and it was like gosh and i'm like dude oh, the chainsaw. he's answering the phones what's going exactly. on exactly it was gonna be so, bell yeah being sold out of those things is definitely like a fear of you know me and i know a lot of other listeners that we have uh again not so much for dining for me because like i you know i know like okay well hopefully i'll get into it eventually in the future you know but you know if you have a party or something like that that you really want to make sure you get into i get that disappointed Womp womp. That's a good one though. That is that's that's a, you, you hit. That was a little bit too close to home. Like you. I trying, know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. I, I'm trying sorry to have fun high. here. You're hitting for real fears. So <laughs> knock it off because you're really like we we're trying to be funny, scary. You're being scary. I know. Scary. I'm going like so scary, stop. scary. You're I'm really kidding. going for it yeah, today. You are, dude. You're like cutting to the core there. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, Pam. What do you got? Give us another one. So this is my fear, and it really wasn't anything I ever thought about until. On a trip, as I'm resort hopping, this happened to me two resorts in a row. And that is the fear that my coffee maker in the room is not going to work. Oh, no. <laughs> because, yeah, it's, it's a little scary. Because I'm like the person who wants my cup of coffee before I'm, you know, getting ready to go, to go out. get your cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, yes, to exactly. face the rest of society. and. And they want that too, right? They want me to have my coffee, but um, yeah, and it did. It was actually two resorts in a row, um, got there, coffee maker didn't work and it took a while for it to come. And so during that time, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, no coffee. And then the next resort I checked into, the exact same thing happened. So then um, I'm sure I must've texted Jocelyn about this and been like, oh my gosh, can you believe this? My coffee maker doesn't work because that year for Christmas, she bought me a foldable silicon hot no! pot that oh I gosh. can pack and have with me. And then it does like a pour over, like it does sort of like a French press or a French pour over kind of thing. Um, so that was the solution to this. So now I never have to worry about that again, but it's still like those, uh, you know, it brings a little fear to me. That's, that's amazing that oh is legit and that, you know what that happened to me at coronado springs so i was you know and i don't drink coffee but i was gonna have a hot tea it was after my uh, marathon last january yeah. i was down there and it was like cold because you get cold after you run you get you know you're yes. all hot and then your body cools off so i'm like i'm gonna have me a tea and pretend like i'm english i go to that keurig <laughs> it is right yeah okay so i put the little yeah. cup thing in there and the water didn't work so I'm like, oh, you're kidding me. I've been wanting this tea. I was thinking about it for the last six miles of this race. I've been riding my bus back. I need this. I just had my shower. So I call down to the front desk. I'm like, look, what are you trying to do to me? I'm at, I'm at a moderate. Like, I would expect this at Pop Century, but I need my hot tea. So they're like, sir, no problem. We will bring you another Keurig right now. Be there in 10 minutes. I'm like, cool. 
cool. I'm like, but I'm you're on the clock. I'm like, so I was like the 60 minutes thing. I was like, so I put him on the clock. Sure enough, seven minutes and 32 seconds later, knock on the door. I'm like, sweet. My tea maker's here. My Keurig has arrived. I open up the door. Go me with the chainsaw. Right there, scare me to death. I'm like, I don't need this. What are you doing? I just ran a marathon. Oh my gosh. You know, people who have never listened to the show before are going to wonder why we keep bringing up giving the chainsaw. Here's the thing, though this podcast is so old that there's now these, these artificial AIs that actually make art. That somebody could, there, there's like three or four different, no legit programs or like yeah. services that now you can just feed in. Like you could type in goofy with a chainsaw and it would give you some kind of a really demonic looking goofy. It wouldn't be with exactly chainsaw, goofy, with a chainsaw. With the chainsaw. Somebody needs to do that for us because I can't remember the oh website. Oh my gosh. Any, these tech podcasts they talk about all the time. It's like go back thing. to an, uh, go back to a podcast a couple of years ago. That's what it's from. Because yes, somebody's <laughs> like, you haven't done it all Halloween season, so I'm giving you all the goofies. You're getting it all right now. Okay. Yeah. So, all the goofies with the chainsaw. Yeah, so, let's go one more round. And here's this is actually a legitimate story that happened where I was for real scared that I mean I might have physical harm. And Pam, I know was there. Ricky, I think you were there. Okay. And I've, I've talked about this on the show. It was probably about seven or eight years ago. We were at Walt Disney World together for some kind of an event. It, but we were we rented a, a pontoon boat to see the, the fireworks <laughs> during Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. And it was a, it was a cold December night. But yes, we were having yeah. a good time. We had on our, like, you know, Santa Christmas hats with the Mickey ears. You know, those things are pretty warm. We were dressed all warm. We had our hand warmers. And there were like blankets. 10 of us. Yeah, we had blankets. I mean, it, it was a cold. It was it was cold that night. You know, because it's Walt Disney World, once it gets dark in December mm-hmm. on a cold night, it gets cold. And so we're, you know, we had our hot cocoa. We're going out Especially on the when water. you're out on the water oh, yeah, and yeah. you're. Yeah. Yeah. And we were out on Seven Seas mm-hmm. Lagoon, right? So the boat guy's taking us all around, you know, all over the place. And he gets us in our spot, <laughs> turns the corner kind of to get us a good spot to watch the, the Christmas fireworks show, the holiday fireworks show. And so we're getting excited. Well, he, I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden, like, he turns the corner and the boat started, and I am not making this up, started taking on water. Like, water comes in over the side. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I mean, it was freezing. And I mean, there was more water coming in than I was expecting. I was like, if this thing starts sinking, because I know there's like life vests and stuff in there, but I am not wanting to go into Seven Seas Lagoon in July when it's 100 degrees. I am nope. definitely not wanting to go into Seven Seas Lagoon at night in December in like three layers of clothes freezing already. And I legit thought this is like a 50-50 proposition. I he, he like fixed it so that the boat... We, we kind of squeegee the water out and we are good and we watch fireworks. But for like 10 seconds, I was like, this is bad. Pam, I mean, you were there. Like legit, there was water coming over the side of that boat. I was like, this is not right. <laughs> I don't even know what caused it. I do it. not either. It was so weird. It's, he turned the corner too vessel. sharp or something. Yeah, I mean, like I think he turned the corner too sharp and it kind of like dug into Maybe. the water or something and the water came Maybe. gushing over the side. We dipped down in or something. Yeah, like it, I don't know, but it was frightening and I was I was with you. I had no desire to be cold and wet. Yeah. Um it, so it was just yeah, that was a legit concern, I'm going to say. And the the boat drivers there 
are so awesome. I think it was just an issue of with like the pontoon dipping to one side a little bit or something. Yeah, it kind of bit down into the water and just came right up on us. But then the weird thing was like, you know, he got us like there and then, you know, I was like, Phew. so we watched fireworks, got to hear the music. You know, there are a bunch of pontoons yeah. out there that night, you know, and we were, we were all bundled up, had our blankets. It was a great show. We, you know, fun friends and everything. And then I look back because I'm like, God, that captain is like Captain Steubing. Is it, you know, Captain and Tennille? Like, who, who's driving our boat that almost got us to drive? I look back and it's Gooby with a chainsaw driving the boat. And I was like, I jumped right in. No, just kidding. I didn't. But it was fine. Wow. That was weird. That got intense. It did. Okay, Ricky, last one. What do you got? All right. So my last one is one that actually is a genuine fear. I do. I have, uh, you know, a few fears and. I think you guys all know where I'm going with this at this point. Um, and that the 100% is dinosaur. I legit am terrified of this attraction so much. So I will not, I mean, it takes a lot for me to like wait in line with you. Uh, like when, when my husband and my brother and all them want to go on the ride and I'm just like, I'll catch you guys uh, at the end of it because I'm not going in that ride at all. Like I'm not going inside it. Don't even want. Nope, 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 nope. So I'm I'm definitely afraid of dinosaurs. I it, it's a fear that has like been. I mean, it's kind of tongue in cheek now at this point, but like seriously, it is a fear. Like I've been afraid of them since I was a kid. Actually, thanks to Walt Disney World and going on, you know, Universal Energy back in the day. Um, that ride terrified me. I, you know, they had the dinosaurs and that, and it just, it got me, you know, my parents took it up me on when I was like two and you know, that was just, that was it. I was done. So like, I have had this fear irrationally ever since I was, you know, two years old. So, you know, when, when Disney creates an attraction where they actually have dinosaurs that are chasing you, wanting to eat you. And I use that in quotes because, you know, obviously they're not actually wanting to eat you, but like, you know, that's the whole premise of the attraction. And that's what my fear has been. Needless to say, that's not necessarily an attraction that I'm super jazzed to get on. So <laughs> I will literally avoid that attraction. And actually, my family really doesn't even ask to ride that anymore. Like, they already know. Like, they're like, yeah, no, it's fine. We're good. We know you don't want to ride it. So, you know, it's it's all good. Um, but again, this is one of those other attractions that, like, I really wish that I could ride because... I do ride Indiana Jones. Indiana in, Jones is in, awesome, in, by the way. Indiana Jones is awesome. Ride. And it is the exact same attraction at <laughs> Disneyland as it is in Walt Disney World with Dinosaur. It's just a different setup. Um, you know, obviously one is themed around dinosaurs and one is themed around Indiana Jones. Um, that attraction is so cool and I absolutely love it. If they had done anything but dinosaurs in Walt Disney World, I would be okay with it. But because they put dinosaurs chasing after you, trying to eat you, I'm not cool with it. And the same thing actually happens to me at Universal when we go to ride Jurassic Park. I uh, I'll I, would, do I would imagine that land's not real hot for you. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not great. I do fine like in the outside section, you know, where you're peacefully going along and you know floating around the river. And then when they start adding the part where you go inside and they you know start you know all the sirens start going and you know that giant dinosaur is going to come and scare the bejeebus out of you, I'm just like, nope. And I literally, I close my eyes the entire like time I'm inside and that's not a joke. Like I legit close my eyes the entire time. Speaking <laughs> of though, you know, they had a little, um, I saw during Hurricane Ian, Universal had some damage to the to the Jurassic Park section of the uh, the theme park. Did they ever catch all the dinosaurs that got out during? Yeah, the dinosaurs got caught. They got put back inside. So okay. we're all good there. They're all fine. Because I, yeah, I hadn't heard good. an update, so that's good to know. Yeah, no, no, the update's good. The dinosaurs are all back inside. They're, okay, they're not great. roaming around the land anymore. 
anymore. We're good. good. I, I can sleep better. But I will say, okay, speaking of dinosaur, that ride, Indiana Jones is better. Everybody used to say that. Now I can it's say better. that too because I'd never been yes. to Disneyland. But I, I loved Indiana Jones. That was so cool. But here's the, I like dinosaur. It's a lot of fun. And last time I was riding it, you know, I was having a good time because I drive a Jeep Wrangler and it's bouncy. Uh -huh. It's kind of like riding in my Jeep. Just, you know, we have kind of bad roads in Missouri, so it's really not a whole lot of difference than going to get Taco mm -hmm. Bell. You know, so I was all right and have a good time. Ah, you know, here comes. Got to take your picture. The thing's going to try to eat you real quick towards the end of the ride. But then, you know, you get to the end and you're all happy, right? And, you know, you're like, it's slow, it's smooth. Mm -hmm. And you come to that last little part where there's the monitor on the right side. Mm -hmm. And the guy comes on. He's like, oh, ho, thanks for going along on my little field trip. And he's like, and you brought back one extra passenger. And I look behind me, and it's Goofy with a chainsaw in the back seat. I'm like, what? I thought it was supposed to be a Carnosaurus. And he's nope, like, nope, coming at Goofy me with a chainsaw. chainsaw. That's, I know. That's it. Was, it. God, it was that's so it. weird. That's it was, it. It was, yeah. it was, it was, that's very weird. It, it, was, yeah. it was the Halloween overlay is what it was. <laughs> Can you imagine if that actually was the Halloween overlay? That would be amazing. <laughs> it's, not, it's not hard, Disney. I just made that up in two seconds. No, <laughs> I know, right? And, and you got the Goofy that already looks demonic with the nude Goofy ver version. So, like, it's already here. You're already halfway there. Did so. you say nude Goofy? Uh, what? <laughs> no, new Goofy. Oh, I was like, I haven't seen that one and I don't want to. Okay, good. That would, be a, that would be a whole other, you know, horror show. Yeah, dude, so, saying, yeah, no weird. thank you yeah, on that. No, no, yeah. Speaking of, <laughs> yes. Okay. Pam, please close this out because this is a horrible show. With not whatever. nude Goofy. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, yeah. I, that's, I don't know. That's a whole other frightening Every, thought. Everybody thought they heard that too. I'm just saying. It wasn't. No. <laughs> so I'm going to share a fear that is very common with guests, right? And and with us too, I'm sure. But as you're making your ADR, as you're thinking about where you want to go on your next trip, you're adding in some new spots, you're going back to your old spots. And the big fear is, what if the thing I really love is not on the menu anymore? Oh, stop, stop, yes. stop. Okay, stop. Because I'm just stop. right, I'm right now, I'm picturing, I walk into Olivia's, sir, oh, we no longer have buttermilk chicken. Wow! Yes. No. Instead, give me the chainsaw. It gives you, you get it. a ham and cheese sandwich, yeah. and yeah. it's not what you wanted. Yeah, he's carving a ham and cheese sandwich with his chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, no, seriously, I'm happy to say on my next trip, I was able to book Ale and Compass for breakfast and they oh. did bring back my favorite breakfast pizza, oh. which I'm very excited about. But for many months, well, actually for over a year now, it has not been there and that's a little scary. Just no, I, I get you. I mean, Disney took away one of my favorite things years ago. I think they brought it back semi-recently uh, somewhere I think it was at a resort and I saw somebody post about it, but um, it's temporary for, I think, Halloween. But they they used to have the cake cups. Remember those? You guys definitely remember those because that's where I spilled the cake cup all over my yes. camera at the time. And there's pictures of that. But anyway, they had, it was um, a layer of like, um, it was like a layer of cupcake and then it was a layer of icing and then another layer of cupcake and another layer of icing, another layer of cupcake, and then like this mound of icing on top. And oh my gosh, it was so good used to be at the Cheshire Cafe and they took it away and I've been very sad ever since until I saw that it was I think it's at the boardwalk actually or something I'm gonna have to double check that before I go down or have already been down um this weekend so um yeah I'm gonna have to find that because <laughs> I want one of those really bad <laughs> a lot of icing yes. it's a lot of icing Not that is true that. yes 
But hey, man. Yes, today... but if you could bring it back full time, Disney, I would much appreciate that. I'm just saying the cake cup was amazing. So today, yeah. if you don't consume the equivalent of that cube, like that, that, you know, uh, rectangular prism of CNH sugar that's in your oh, cabinet yes. right now, your pantry, you're, you're doing it wrong. I mean, today, yes. just tear it up. Just mm-hmm. all Today's the, the day. Today's the day. All right. Well, hey, we had a good time. We hope you did too. And uh, we want to hear what legitimately scares you on social media today while you're playing around at work, getting ready to go trick or treating. Also, don't forget tonight, just one more reminder as you're headed home from work, you're out and about. Just one more reminder be careful driving home. Go a little bit slower in your neighborhood. Watch out for all the ghosts and goblins. They'll be running across the street, not paying attention. Let's all do our part to keep everybody in our community safe as the kids trick or treat. Have fun. If they're older, like we said, give out the candy. They're, at least they're not taking the hubcaps off your cars. They're, do, they're, they're out there having a good time as well. We don't know what their childhood was like. So, uh, yeah, hopefully you had some fun with that today. As always, our shows are brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. No tricks, all treats. Swing by the website. We'll help you plan a great Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line Adventures by Disney trip. No cost to you, and you get professional service each and every time. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link as you shop online as this holiday season kicks off here soon. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. We appreciate you so very much. Your support each month matters and lets us do the show three to four times a week, every week. If you'd like to join us and get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest, we'd love to have you. Come on over, patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give Ricky a follow on the social media. She's at Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I-N-I-V-S. And you can see all her coverage from this past weekend down at Walt Disney World there. You can follow Pam, TMFLT Pam, on the social media. I'm at Be Our Guest Mike. I'd love to talk to you this week so you can do, uh, see what's going on with me for Halloween night. I, I don't know what we're doing, but we'll have fun and we'll post it on social media for sure. And of course, join Scott and I on Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central on YouTube and Facebook, where we'll open up the phone lines and talk Disney for the first time in the month of November. I can't believe it's already November. That'll be crazy. Mm-hmm. Man, this year's going fast. But I love I love this time of year because I love Halloween, love Thanksgiving, love Christmas. It's going to be fun. we got a lot of stuff mm-hmm. coming up on the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. So we are going to get out of here, and we'll be back again on Wednesday with more of your listener questions. So for Ricky and Pam, I'm Mike saying stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you. Rawr! You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.